0: Investing in Sports Memorabilia. What should you invest in? What shouldn't you? That's today's topic in episode 14 of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. All right. Thank you. And coming back to episode 14 of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show, I am your host, Matt Powers, it has been a while since we have done one of these. The uh, Christmas season is uh, over officially now. It's January 15th, and boy, did I get slammed on Christmas. I wasn't able to do any of these like I had planned, but that's okay. So uh, trying to make a recoup uh, visit here uh, six, seven weeks after after the last one. So uh, lots going on. Lots have happened since uh, November there. But uh, an interesting topic came up this week. And I got a phone call from uh, someone who was looking to invest in sports memorabilia. And he had a little bit of money to spend. And he was asking my opinion on what he should buy. And my initial response to him was that, hey, you know, I don't think you should be buying sports memorabilia as an investment for a couple different reasons that I will get into today. But there are some opportunities, obviously, to invest in sports memorabilia. So I will touch on a couple of those. And also talk about maybe some items that maybe you should not invest in. So, uh, let's just get right into it right now. Uh, why would I not advise you to invest in sports memorabilia? Well, let's look at this from a couple different angles here. Number one, uh, typically you can invest in other options and get better return on your money. You know, for example, the stock market or you know a mutual fund or anything like that. So, typically you guys can get better money. Uh, return on that. You know, that's more of a long-term process where maybe investing in sports sports can be short-term at times, but also long-term. Uh, but also, it, the main thing is it just takes a few years, in my opinion, to really understand the market and understand what sells, what doesn't, uh, what's going up in value, what's staying the same, and also what types of items go up in value. Uh, That's really the the, the big kicker right there is the type of item that uh, you're going to be investing in. So it just takes a little bit of time to figure that out. And, of course, you're going to make some mistakes. Uh, I've made mistakes buying stuff that hasn't sold. So uh, it's just going to take a little bit of time. So if you're willing to put the time in and really understand the market, then there can be some uh, good investments uh, to be made there. So uh, with that being said, I know a lot of you like to buy autographs for the potential resale down the road. So uh, let's, if I was in your shoes, you know, what would I buy? Okay. Let's say you're just getting into the game and you want to buy a couple items to invest in. Let's say you've got a little bit of money. Obviously, the more money you have, the, kind of the quote-unquote better items, I guess, you could buy. Um, so let's just kind of run through some stuff of you know, things that I would buy if I were in your shoes. Uh, now, just note that this list isn't going to cover everything, okay? There's many different types of items to buy in the industry, uh, but I'm just going to cover just kind of a couple basic ones. Um, <clears throat> and, of course, I'm just going to follow for this topic. I'm just going to talk about baseball. Uh, obviously, you can invest in football, basketball, and, uh, you know, hockey seems to be kind of the, those are the four popular ones. But just for this topic, let's just talk about uh, baseball, okay, because that seems to be kind of a um, – the main one that people would like to collect when it comes to quote unquote investments. Okay. So uh, first item that I would consider investing in is anything game used. Uh, you know, game used are items that are obviously used by the athlete uh, in a particular game. Uh, baseball's got a really great authentication program. Some of you have heard of Major League Baseball authentication, where they will authenticate all the game used items. So it'll come with their unique hologram on there. It's got a unique number. And you go to MLB's website, and it'll state the item and the date that it was used, uh, et cetera. So, uh, you know, game used items are kind of a no brainer, uh, just because the rarity of them. You know, obviously they were just used in that one game, and especially if you can get an item from a uh, you know a very popular game like a playoff game or a World Series game or something like that. I mean, imagine having something game used from like the two thousand four you know Red Sox. They're just obviously not going to make any more of those, so the market has already been set. As far as the quantity goes, and that's always a really good aspect. Very appealing when the quantity is already set and they're not going to be making any more. So, um, and you also got to think about, too, with these game-use items, the team that you're going to be collecting and the player. You know, you want to make sure that you're collecting you know, superstars, and you want to make sure that you know, the team that you're going to be collecting is a team that has a big following, too. So Red Sox, Yankees, Cubs, you know, those type of teams. Um, Not necessarily, you know, the Kansas City Royals, unfortunately, our hometown team. Uh, Let's see here. So, yeah, definitely focus on the stars. You know, like nobody knows really who that Kansas City Royals shortstop is. So make sure you guys are getting guys like, you know, Mike Trout, uh, Aaron Judge, you know, for uh, particular game use items there. Second topic I would probably be looking at would be vintage autographs, uh, especially autographed baseballs. You know, you're talking uh, Mickey Mantles, the Clementes, of course, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth balls are, uh, depending on the quality you're getting, there's a a super high demand for those. So the pricing on those is always tends to be going up and up and up. Uh, They can obviously be very expensive, just like game-used items. So make sure that if you're going to pick an item that you're going to be investing in, that you've done your thorough research. And and this kind of goes back to my original point, is making sure that you really understand the industry because you can buy something super expensive and get burned pretty quick. So just make sure that you fully understand what you're buying and what the potential resale market for that is or the potential profit. And, of course, just make sure that when you're getting something vintage that you've got some sort of third-party authentication with it, you know, PSA, JSA, Beckett. Um, you know, obviously if you're just getting started out, you're probably not, uh, all that keen on autographs as far as being able to p- uh, spot a potential very good autograph versus a bad autograph. So, uh, just make sure you take all that guesswork out of it and let PSA, JSA and Beckett kind of do that uh, authentication for you. Uh, fifth one, uh, so the next, next topic here is, uh, kind of an odd one. I was uh, debating whether or not to put this on here, but they do, they do hold some value a little bit. Depends on what you're looking at, and I'm talking about baseball cards. Now, some of the the post 1980 ones are just kind of kind of junk, but you know, you get to the you know 1970s and 60s and before then. Obviously, we've seen a few million dollar cards that have come across. Some of the Otani cards that you saw recently; those things were going sky high when he first came out. So again, you got to be got to really know the card market and. And understand which ones are going to be have the potential to go up in value. Um, you can find some really, really crappy baseball cards, you know, from the 90s and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be investing in anything like that. But some of the new stuff's really good. And of course, the, the 70s and before then, those ones are really good too. And again, they can cost you a lot of market, uh, good amount of money there. But you can also get them authenticated already. So that's always a big plus to have them PSA or Beckett's lab. Uh, those are definitely uh definitely the way to go if you're going to be investing in them having that already done uh and then the last thing i would be looking at to invest in would be rookies rookies obviously have a uh, less of an autograph price so if you're going to be getting that for example like uh, when mike trout came out man his autograph was autograph baseballs were selling for gosh 75 80 bucks is rookie year but right before he kind of blew up there so if you had a chance to get in there and pick up a whole bunch i mean gosh i remember i was offered a whole bunch of them at that at a really great price and just and i turned it down because i was like what do i need 72 mike trout baseballs for you know but now hey listen i can definitely use 72 mike trout baseballs uh so you know finding a good rookie and picking up a couple things you know maybe a, a game used rookie item You know, stuff from people's rookies years are always very, very popular um, just because, hey, it's just one year the guy played. You know, it's his first year and uh, collectors really, really like that, especially if it's uh, like a game used rookie year item uh, that's autographed. Oh, man, you know, now you're talking. So Uh, what items would I stay away from? Well, for one, autographed photos, uh, I don't think those have as high demand as some of the premium items. For example, bats and jerseys and stuff like that. Uh, I wouldn't get run-of-the-mill items either. So going back to Mike Trout, you know, a Mike Trout signed baseball is not a really great investment. You know, the, there's a whole bunch on the market already, and the, the chances of them making a big jump up, you know, uh, is not going to be uh, happening most likely. But if you had, like I said, a game used baseball from Mike Trout's rookie year, that's got his rookie year autograph on there. Remember, he changed his autograph, you know, into his, I think his second or third year. Um, You know, that's something that you're definitely going to be looking at. It's going to be pretty cool. And that's kind of a unique kind of item that a collector 10, 15 years down the road would be like, wow, Mike Trout's in the Hall of Fame. Wow, this is a game used rookie year ball with his rookie year signature on there. Boom. Now you're talking. Now you got some serious dollars there, so. Um, hopefully that helps you guys. And, again, I know I, I try to cover as much as I can very briefly here in about a 10-minute video. But that's kind of where I would start from. Uh, if you guys have any questions at all, obviously, you know, let me know. But, uh, again, visit the website whenever you guys get a chance, powersportsmemorabilia.com And uh, please hit that subscribe button wherever you guys are watching and following. And, again, always appreciate it, guys. Thanks, again. Uh-huh.